why not uh, firearm safety? Just firearms training is, is key. You know, guns are an excellent tool. If you are required to fill out that 10-day form with your background check, you should also be required to attend a class. Of course, so you can obtain that firearm and take that firearm home with you. But we're going to follow these rules. My shout-out to you this week is to Jason. Well, this story just got off. My shout-out to Ed. Like I said to Jason, I just took a huge... It's going down, dude. Adam has a beard. is sponsored by Trailboards and BoboSoul.com. I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, we all know it's not right. We all, we all want to. We all want change. We've been reacting rather than responding. We can say this, we can't say that. We can do this. Whoa, you better slow down. You cannot do that. We're not going to stand for this frustrating endless story. Because we hold a lot of fear around speaking our truths. Everybody, everybody should know that they can find The Refined Man at therefinedman.club or on Instagram at The Refined Man Barbershop. Never get it wrong, man. Never get it wrong. This is the law that you chose to uphold. You need to uphold this law. Um, I really want to. Get, I really want to talk about that. Yeah, that guy's, you know, yeah. James Naswood. That's so cool. All right, we're recording. There you go. I got me some. Got we're, me some. We're recording. Uh dude. I. You know. You know. One of my favorite things that that I love hearing, dude. Is, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the. Uh, this whole recovery process or whatever. But one of my favorite things to hear is always, and we're recording. <laughs> you know what I mean? You dude, know. Dude, old school pizza. Remember, I was, okay, so I was telling you, this old school pizza, downtown Olympia. It is a staple here in Olympia because of how, um, I don't know, good it is, right? And we, Ooh. and you're right, I don't really like pizza at all. Right. But at the same time, sometimes it's good to have a slice. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing like Chicago pizza because I've had Chicago pizza. And this Chicago pizza is fantastic. It sets the standard for everything that should be pizza to be pizza. When did you have it last? Chicago pizza? Oh, Mm. man. I want to say... I want to say probably a year or two before you and I hooked up for the unsigned countdown. Right. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Chicago pizza is not what it used to be. Unless you can find one of those like little hole in the wall places that's made the pizza the same way they have for 50 or 60 years. It just isn't. Chicago should be known for their arm burritos because they make the best arm burritos anywhere in the country. I'll, I'll put up a Chicago burrito against any burrito anywhere. Challenge accepted. So you go back and have the, one of those arm burritos. Mm. And then when you're done, come over here to the West Coast. And we're going to go to Ramirez Restaurant, Ooh. Ramirez Family Restaurant on Capitol Way Boulevard. Uh, nice. One of the most fantastic little spots. Anyway, we'll have a burrito the size of my brain. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You go to El Faro's in Summit, Illinois. Yeah, I'll put that El Faro's against any burrito anywhere, anytime. You know what? But Let's especially at two in the morning. Oh. <laughs> Hands down, that wins. That takes it all. I remember my, my friend's wife, she went there and everybody got the burritos because it's the thing to do. And she got a tostada. And like the whole time she was like, how am I supposed to eat this tostada? Because it's the size of a dinner plate, you know, and it's just piled high, like higher than her head. And she's just like, how am I supposed to eat this? And everybody's like, we don't know. That's why we get the burritos, you know? <laughs> I was like, I had to deal with nothing else. Right. <laughs> Man. 
dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's man, sun's out, buns out. So I always say, you know, the, the pizzas, you know, so we went for a slice, you know, and, and got some gelato. You ever had gelato? Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. That was a, slightly okay with that you know what i mean yeah it's like a thicker thicker ice cream right it's just right different but the same right mm. and we got some non-dairy virgin virgin vegan vegan virgin excuse me same difference <laughs> i like my virgins to be vegans i like my vegans to be virgins right <laughs> Pardon me for everybody who got offended. You know what? Uh, kiss my ass. Hey, that's, that's all right. What for. Dude, what? So I I don't really want to talk about politics because I could give two shits about it. You know this. Yeah. I'm sure. really not versed in it. There you go. I talk about it all week, so why would I want to come here and talk about it? <laughs> but one thing, dude, that we need to talk about, dude, is this Immigration Nation show. Man, I don't want to cry. Dude, <laughs> dude, as far back as I can remember, I mean, we had issues with immigration. Um, as far back as I can remember, you know, uncles, aunts, cousins can't come here, can't do that. You got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody, you know, desperate to try to get to make a better life and then come up here. You know what I mean? And we were lucky enough that we were born here. We were lucky or we were unlucky. I don't know how you want to put it. I don't know. I always tell people, it's like, yeah, man, I'm 100% Mexican. My only fault was I was born here because right. either way, I'm going to get treated like shit by people who were born here, who are lighter skinned, who are the Americans, quote unquote Americans, um, who like to point fingers at the Mexicans, Ooh. but not realizing that the Mexicans are, are here legally or were born here. Um, it's a shit show. It is a 100% shit show, man. Yeah. It doesn't really matter if you were born here or not. It matters whether you're buying stuff here because we're a consumer-based economy. So if 100%. everybody's buying those crappy Chinese-made tables and, you know, toys and baby bottles, then we're not selling stuff. And we're not selling stuff. Then our GDP shrinks like it did this last quarter, and it's called a recession. So, mm -hmm. But the more people you kick out, the less people are buying stuff. Yep. Yep. Let alone not making stuff. Right. Right. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't have an answer for it. I just. I do. Get rid of the border. Honest to God. I don't know why we, why we even have a border. There's a solution. There's a positive to it. You know, just get rid of that shit. I don't know why we have it. I mean, yeah. people are going to come up here and they're going to be like, Oh, yeah, shit. Guess what? They just built a Taco Bell down in Mexico. They just bought a, a GM plant down in Mexico. Hey, guess what? Amazon's popping up all over Mexico. And they're going to go back to Mexico because the jobs and the, you know, the, the, the living, cost of living is the same. And, you know, the wages are going to be equal. It's just we're pitting one against the other. And America's winning because we have more resources. But Mexico has just as the quality of people are just as good and the quality yep. of land is just as good. They yep. have some cartel problems, but we have some problems too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's an endless circle, man. It just, it just doesn't, yeah. there's, there's just no solution. There's no real clear solution. Everybody's got, you know, that's not, it's not a terrible solution. You know, that's not a terrible idea. It's, it's really not. It's better than what we're doing now. 
Oh, 100%. And then, then what? So then we're making these borders. We're making these little sections like we saw on that, that show where these, these, these my people can cross over these mountains and get lost and die. Yeah. And did you see Arizona's got that small section of where there's no fence, there's nothing but treacherous land, and it had mm-hmm. thousands yeah, of that's deaths. Where I, that's where I ended at. That's where I had to turn it off. Yeah, because I, mean, I was watching. I just ran out of time, actually. But I'll go back and start watching. The whole thing is sad. You know what I mean? Oh, hundred percent, man. I mean, I was, I was. You know, we talked about it. We <laughs> we talked about it, and you you tell me you were watching it. Well, before that happened, I started watching it, and I was like, you know what? I can't do it. I can't do it. And I stopped watching it. I stopped watching it. And like halfway through episode two, I just started crying and I got so mad and I was just punching walls and I couldn't get high enough to get out of that mood I was in. And it was like three in the morning. And I was like, I just, I'm so mad. (laughs) Yeah. It was ridiculous. And so I stopped and then you watched it and I'm like, Oh, so my ally is getting pissed. Okay. And I felt at ease. It was weird that I felt so comfortable and I felt Almost like you were like, man, fuck, <laughs> what do we do? You know what I mean? Right. And just it's a, it's a constant, ever going circle, people going in and out, people getting denied, people getting shoved around, forgotten, mm. locked mm. up, forgotten. Um, the kids separated, which is the goddamn worst, dude. It's, it's what, pretty bad. But when you see a full grown 26 year old Latino man, crying his eyes out sitting in a cell because he didn't do anything man not knowing that's 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 almost more heartbreaking than seeing a little girl crying the little girl might end up with family members but that that guy's screwed he's fucked and he knows it and everybody he knows knows it and even the and the guy's laughing at him like looking through the window laughing at him know it and that just sucks because they're they're using what they they invented a law and then went back in time to pick up people up and said, you broke that law. You didn't yep. break a law. You know, I don't know. You, you didn't break any law. I could suddenly say, hey, guess what? Meat is against the law. Now everybody that's ever had meat needs to die. That's not uh, right. That's not fair. Right. That's not fair. I mean, that's a lady was here not. 26 years. They picked her up because she was in an apartment with a son that smoked marijuana. The fucking Marine that got caught with marijuana 10 years later, he gets deported. He can't come back in unless he's dead. That's fucking, yeah. that's crazy to me. We used to do that to black people in, you know, the Civil War and in, in the Revolutionary War. We would let them die for us, but then they would come back all the way up to the Korean War. They'd come back and we'd treat them like shit. You know, mm-hmm. you're even a lesser person now because you're military yep. and you're black. But then yep. black people got their rights and they turned to Mexican people and said, guess what? Come on in, be a part of our army and we'll kick you out someday because you suck. And I yep. hate that. And I hate yep. that. I hate that people in Mexico would see me and think that that's me. I hate yeah. it. I hate yeah. it. It's a never, it's a never ending cycle of uh, racism, man. Yeah. You know, then Trump it, did it. Clinton did it. Obama did it, George Bush did it, George Bush did it, Ronald Reagan did it. They've all done it. So it's not it's not political as more as just a national issue. We're all and people. it's not new. It's not new. 
No, that's the thing. I'm not saying that Trump is, Trump put a little spin on it. You know what I mean? Obama was like, we'll go after the felons first, but underneath at the bottom, it said, go after anybody you want. You know, yeah. and Trump is the one that just said, hey, guess what? I'm going to invent a new law to make everybody a lawbreaker when they cross that line. And, it's, yeah, just and a, it's, it's just a line on the earth. If you expanded out and looked at the earth from above, you wouldn't even see that border. You'd see mm-hmm. that we were one continent, you know, and that's yeah. what drives me crazy. Migration to me is like, is like if you see birds migrate or how the weather goes across the earth, that's how people go across the earth. Yeah. When, sh- when shit's on fire in one place, people go somewhere else. And I don't it's know awkward. why we can't be that, that safety zone, just like, if America was burning, I would hope Mexico would be like, come on, get out of it. Come on, come over here. You know, we'll keep you safe. That's yep. what I would hope. I don't know why they would now, but you know, yeah, I know dude. <laughs> but I know a lot of Mexican people that would, I in, know the, in their hearts. I know that, I know that, I know that a man that got deported, if I ended up in Mexico, he would take me in and feed me. I just know he would, you know yep. what I mean? Yep. So it it just it really frustrates me and i wasn't really upset with everything until i saw that and then i was just mad as fuck because these just they're just amazing people you know i mean my wife my late wife was filipino and i have nieces and nephews and cousins that they came here because there was drug dealers in their town and so yep. the president of the philippines decided just to kill everybody in the towns and wow. burn, and burn the towns to the ground. So they came here and now they got to plead their case. And now because it's not a dangerous situation, they might have to go back or oh. they might have to spend thousands of dollars and tens of years just to be denied. I mean, how is that not just raping people of their money? How is that not exactly. just robbing people of their money? You know, mm-hmm. and it, it's just, that's not America to me. And it's been going on in for my entire life. So I'm not blaming anybody except everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But what I, what I, what I will say is that, is that people are supporting it, whether they don't know it or not, you can't, you can't hold up a Trump sign and say, well, you know, I like him for this, but I don't like him for that. You support everything. Just like, you know, in three years, Adam's going to come back and go, hey, Biden supporter, what the fuck? And I'm going to be like, uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it is what uh, it is. It, it, it just is what it is. It's it's Trump right now. It's not yeah. gonna- it's not going to be Trump in four years and it's not going to, it wasn't Trump four years ago, but right. we have to look at immigration as something that goes beyond the government. It's something that the people just, if you don't know a Mexican, then you're not, then I don't know what you're doing. You're not living your life. You must be sitting in a cave, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. the girl I love is Puerto Rican. The girl, my friends are, are, you know, Honduran and the guy across the hallway, you know, he's from Nicaragua. And I just, it just, it just fucking all amazing to me. And I just, it, I don't understand what, what you're scared of. Why? Yeah. What, they're not taking jobs. There's so many jobs in America that everybody could come here from Mexico and we would still, we would just create more jobs, you know? Exactly. I mean, this is the nation of opportunity. I mean, let's create some opportunity, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sure. You don't want to go pick out lettuce and cabbages and shit like that in the, in the fields. Okay, cool. Guess what? Do something else. Do something else productive in society. Something that you know it's that you think that somebody's not going to steal your job for. But guess what? Yeah. You have other people of that race that might take that job. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 
I agree. So, I totally agree. And there's also, there's there's Latin people that are in college right now making a difference. There's fucking scientists that are making a world a difference. You just never hear from them because they're too busy to come out and say, look at me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're everywhere. You know. They're they're everywhere. They're doing everything, and I just I don't know. Like those burrito shops, man. I can walk into a burrito shop and just say, "What's fresh today?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, let me show oh, yeah. you what we're making." And yeah, you just yeah. have the best meal and the best time, and they'll come out and talk to you. And, you yep. know, make sure everything is good. And everywhere I go, I've never lived in, I've never had the ability to live in a in a community that was all white you know i've always been poor so i've always i mean my first best friend was like come over what are we gonna eat hey let's put some tortillas on the burners for a few minutes that's delicious and i was just like what the fuck is this you know what i mean (laughs) and then he put cheese on it and i was like oh yeah you know so i mean i don't know it wasn't until i was like 21 or 22 when i noticed all my friends were white and making some pretty bad jokes and then i worked in a printing factory and there was 400 latino guys and me you know and it was like survive like carnitas i saw him putting spaghetti on a tortilla once and i was like oh what are you doing you know (laughs) (laughs) well you know it is what it is man i mean thank you for being mexican i love it (laughs) and i love that you're proud of it because people need to be people need to be proud of who they are so that they can find out who supports them and doesn't you know what i mean hundred percent. You know, I, I was like, you know, growing up, I was shoved through kindergarten. Then I started a lick of what they were saying to me. Kid, first grade, same thing. Beat up all the fucking time in first grade. I remember that. Second grade, same shit. Same shit, man. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, like, I don't know what happened. Maybe I learned, you know. And, and then, you know, teaching my brothers and we're watching the same shit on TV where we're all learning and yeah. And kind of switch back and forth. And then all of a sudden we became proficient in English. And it's like, ah, yes. Wow. Everybody's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Pretty rough, dude. And nobody, nobody here is sitting there being forced to learn Spanish. You know yeah. what I mean? At that speed or, or Tagalog or, or whatever language, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I had to learn, I had to learn Tagalog the hard way, you know, they would just be, you wouldn't eat because they, they'd be saying, Hey, you want to come and get some food in Tagalog and you better, you better know what they're saying or know yeah. how to say, I learned Hindi Alan, which means I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Hindi <laughs> you <know? laughs> hey but at least you got that out right right you know mm-hmm. but my mom used to like try and get me you know she'd always when i'd walk in the door hey que paso? you know she tried yeah. she tried really oh, yeah. and i picked up enough to survive but that's about like i told you i think i told you once this guy every time he left the printing place he'd be like oh goodbye goodbye mija and i'd be like oh goodbye goodbye and then somebody <laughs> was like Hey, you know he's calling you daughter, and I was like, I don't care. He's a great guy, you know. But then he would leave, and he'd be like, Hey, later, Mija, and I'd be later, Gorho, Gorho, you know, <laughs> fat ass or whatever, you know. So I learned when I needed to. People yeah, just need to respect each other, you know. 
Yeah, what's wrong with respecting people, man? What happened? Everybody let everybody, goddammit. I guess, yeah. I think they're afraid that you're gonna you're gonna get ahead before they do because they're lazy and you're yep. not. Because mm-hmm. like there's that saying that I stick to only the bravest make the trek and only the strongest survive. And yep. so once you get here, you're He-Man walking into a country of lazy fucks sitting in their fucking lazy chairs, eating their fucking Oreos by the sleeve, you know, going, oh, no, let's keep him down because he might make more money than me and become the guy. Yep. Yeah, of course he will. Of course he will. Yep. You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for, man. I mean, if we're not going to better ourselves, I mean, what's the fucking point? Yeah, you know? that's right. That's, and you I watched read- my mom and I wish my mom and dad slave to support four of us, you know, mm. and give, we didn't know we were poor. We didn't realize we were that. We <laughs> didn't realize did, we were right? poor. You know, there was four of us and we had a, a great time growing up. And it was, you know, just us four against, you know, everybody on the farm, which was us four, you know, basically, yeah. you know, working and making money and, and working and going to school. And that's all we knew. And it was like, cool. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, now we're teenagers and now fuck this place. And now everything that NWA ever said, fuck the police straight out of Compton (laughs) dope dealer, all these fucking classic hits made sense. And that's when I, you know, listening to NWA made me realize, God damn, you know, I see what's happening here. All of a sudden I get to high school. I'm like, ah, it's the minorities versus the upper class men who are rich Yep, and hate everybody because of where, who we are. Right. You know. I mean, I was a burnout. I wore a leather jacket and jean jacket. You know, jean with uh, patches, and I had the long hair. They hated me like they hated you. Honest yeah. to God, I mean, I got the shit kicked out of me by Mexicans, by jocks, by fucking everybody. You know what I mean? There wasn't a group that wasn't kicking my ass. Even the geeks were tripping me in the halls. You know. <laughs> The stoner, yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I was a stoner before the stoner was before I was a stoner, you know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. But you know, know, we would all hang out at the bowling alley, and it didn't matter who showed up, they would go in that game room and they would leave our best friends. We would laugh and joke, and they'd go out and get high with us or take acid, and they'd come back in and we'd show them how to play pinball because we're there all the time. They'd pay for us to bowl. We'd go to the laser range, and we were all friends after that. But it was the people in school, the people that didn't get a chance to know us, that just wanted to hate us because of the way we looked, you know? Yeah. Judging a book by its cover, man. Yeah. That's what you messed up. You guys are missing out because then you're stuck with your asshole friends because. You're not learning anything new. I get to hang out with Adam and no, no new shit. You know, he's going to give me the red beans and rice recipe, put a little of this fucking shit and this fucking shit. And I'm going to get some of that shit and, rice and get some of that. <laughs> get some of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't forget the tortillas either. <laughs> mm, mm. I got to learn how to make tortillas. Honest to God. Oh, oh my, my niece, dude. This, so speaking of tortillas, my niece texted me the other when was it yesterday? As a matter of fact, shit, my memory's fucking I'm froggy. On vacation yeah. all week, dude. I, you know, I got so much to tell you about. You know, other than this immigration nation bullshit, that still pisses the both of us off. Uh, so my niece, I love her to death. Andrea, call and text me. She's like, "Hey, man, did you ever get a? Uh, a hey, tío, did you ever get a, a tortillera? You know, a tortilla maker?" And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, the f- are you coming up? Does that mean you're moving up here? Are you going to make my tortilla? She goes, no, like the press. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I feel dumb. 
you can still come up and make them. <laughs> so she's gonna bring me, send me a press. I'm so I'm so excited, so excited. Yes. And then I'll share the recipe with you. It's it's, dude, damn. <laughs> I watched the guy. I watched a guy make them and then just put them in water. You know, and they would just float there until they got hard, or they he put them on the grill. You know, and then they just they would puff up. And I just was like, oh man, I need fresh tortillas. You know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So the thing is, I heard like if you're a north, if you're from northern Mexico, you like the flour tortillas. But if you're from southern Mexico, you like the corn tortillas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that true? You think? I don't know because I'm from uh, my family is from the south part of Mexico, and then I got family in the north part of Mexico, and I like them both. Me too. Depends on what it is, right? Right. Yeah, right. I hate an enchilada and a flour tortilla. I need oh, enchiladas God. with corn tortillas, you know. Yeah, dude, but do you ever have fine. to? Do you ever try and have like a, a like a not perfectly fresh corn tortilla with a taco and it just like breaks in half and oh, I can't stand that, you know. Can't. I I don't like. It. That's why I don't like them store bought tortillas, Guerrero oh, yeah. tortillas, man. They I mean, they make some of the shittiest. And hey, you know what, Guerrero, reach out to me. We'll talk because you're oh, fucking yes. up. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Those tortillas suck. You try to warm them up. You can't leave them on the shelf for like a day. And then you right. open them up and you're like, shit, man, we're going to make some carne inside. And guess what? Nope. Not nope. today. Man. And that's why white people hate Mexicans is because of those crappy tortillas, you know? <laughs> just fix the shit. <laughs> we just figured it out. We just figured out that problem. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll just come to your house and make you some fresh tortillas. You're welcome. <laughs> I just love the people that are like, no, I love Mexican food. What kind? You know, oh, like chilies. And, oh, what are you talking about? You know, like it's Tex-Mex stuff. If you had really Mexican food, you'd know the difference. Because a real, oh. a real, uh, what is that? The stuff you always make, the the, the meat. Carne asada, the, the yeah. yeah, everything. Everything, dude. It's a, it's made differently. Everybody's got their own spin on shit, right? right? But when you find like there's like a, I don't know. We talked about this restaurant last time or a couple of episodes back by La Tarasca in Centralia. There's like we'll go there when you come up here because you're gonna eat some food and you'll be like, yeah. okay, let me bring in the wheelbarrow so you wheelbarrow yeah. me out, and that's yeah. exactly what I will do. Or I'll Love you know it. baby carry you over my shoulder, whatever you need. <laughs> but you will leave full, eating some amazing 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 food i love it i love when i don't have to think about what it is just put it in front of me let me eat it and if i yep. like it i'll keep eating it you know yep 100 yeah, percent. and like everything you know i mean it's like you know the spices are what makes it or or certain dishes or Ooh. yeah i don't know I well i gotta know. say i had indian food once the goat and it's so chewy i just didn't like it i was like nah, yeah nope and i i went over to these guys they lived across the street and they were north korean and they were like, you've been so nice to us. We got to, you have to have come over for dinner. And I went over there and I started dry heaving just from the smell. And I couldn't oh help it. And my mom was like, you're embarrassing me. And I was like, I can't stop. I can't stop that smell. I don't know what it is. And she's like, just leave. And I was like, thank you. I'm so <laughs> sorry. You know, and I like bowed out and I was like, I got to go. I couldn't. Oh. It was like oh, it? sardines dipped in like this ultra hot sauce and then covered in like <laughs> cumin and stuff. And. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it, man. Couldn't do Did it. it. <laughs> 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 dude, yeah, make me. <laughs> dude, no, dude, no, no. <laughs> but I tried. I did try. Well, you at least you went over there. You know. Yeah. 
But if you can't get past the smell, you don't want to put it in your mouth, you know? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I just, no. <laughs> and just quite honestly, you know, if you've ever had like sheep, sheep intestines all stuffed into a bladder and cooked you don't want that either white people oh, you know? what is that called? Uh, um hog haggis yeah haggis yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. everybody has these foods that just nobody else wants you know like spam or shit my wife used to love to like slice spam all nice and thin and i just couldn't oh, do it i mean i food? like i ate it for her the way she made it was good but i'll right. talk the way white people make spam is disgusting. <laughs> dude, I love them spam rolls. Dude, the, you you uh you fry up the spam, you cut them down, you roll them up in rice and seaweed, and Ooh, I don't even know what those things are called. You get but they're right? fantastic. You got to make it thin though, because if it's not cooked like that, if it's not like cooked, yeah, it's just not good. It's just not good. Yeah, yeah. I remember growing up, all we had was rice. This is our staples, rice beans always had fresh tortillas every morning god bless my mother yep i said it you know because my mom believes in god you know what sir please bless my mother you know what i'm saying bless go. her because god excuse me i better not say it. uh <laughs> she always had fresh tortillas always had fresh beans always had fresh rice yeah. and then and then of course we're living on the dairy so we had you know the owner of the dairy was like yeah take some milk home whatever you got boys that you know, drink a lot of milk yep two gallons of milk quickly Ooh. quickly gone Fresh, mm-hmm. yeah, unchemicalized milk. Is that a word? I don't even know if that's a word or not. But they would make, my mom and dad would make this cheese, the Ooh. Mexican cheese. You know what cheese I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Fresh. And they would make it, and all of a sudden they had these big, giant wheels. And you're, you're like, oh, man, with those rice and beans and the fresh tortillas and the fresh cheese mm-hmm. and spam. Bro. There you go. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I've been shopping. I've just been shopping for anything under a dollar. So it's a lot of beans. It's a lot mm-hmm. of rice. You know, my, I told my buddy, I was like, I've been living on rice and beans for the last week. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, what are you sorry about? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm enjoying this rice and beans. I bought it. You know, it's huh? just, I like to, every once in a while, I hate shopping. So I'll just like burn through what's in my pantry. But I will. I'll go to the store and be like, what the fuck? Beans are like a dollar? Yeah, I'm getting that shit, you know? Because yeah. I hate yeah. the processed food. I hate buying a box like a, what are those TV dinners or, you know, like Eggos. Yeah. I hate that. I had a girl here one day and she's like, I just really want some pancakes. Should we get IHOP? And I was like, what? We got flour. We got baking soda. And she's like, you want to make them from scratch? And I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. And she's like, let's do this and for like a week all we did was make pancakes and eat them you know we would go i went up and got sausage and bacon it was just awesome oh yeah dude that's what i'm talking about nothing better than nothing beats homemade stuff no nothing beats homemade anything dude honestly if you think about it i mean nothing really i love when mom comes over i love going to mom's house and or my aunts or uh my cousins i love my, my cousins mario and Haley. They, oh my God, every time we get together, I swear to God, we gain some weight. Yeah, I hope so. Because how good the food is. And it's always like, we always like, we get together, we're like, okay, so what are we going to make this? Hey, okay, here's the menu. Boom, we're coming up or we're going down there. Whatever, it doesn't even matter. But we eat, God damn, Haley makes this, cousin Haley makes this ceviche. I mean, I make ceviche too, but I don't know what it is. 
but she puts a spin on it that's so goddamn wow. Yeah. And then me and cousin Mario, you will sit there, we eat, we'll eat, we'll drink our modelos, and we'll eat ceviche <laughs> until our bellies explode. <laughs> that's awesome. And then, oh, dude, you, you know, I'm talking smoker. She's got some recipes for the smoker, too. Holy shit, dude. Spatchcock. Spatch, spatchcock, spatchcock, spatchcock. I don't even know how spatchcock chicken. I think is what it is. Yeah. Holy fuck! She's like, you cut the backs of the chicken, you press down the, yep. boom, spread it out, throw it on the fucking smoker. Guess what? See you in forty-five minutes. Oh uh, yeah. my god! <laughs> oh, you just take the uh, spine out of it. Do you do something with that thing? But I tell you what, you put that goddamn thing in your mouth. Guess what? Merry Christmas. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, fucking food, man. I love food. food I love it. everyone together, man. A hundred percent. I try to like, you know, um, so my garden isn't doing so well this uh this year. Um and Jeffrey, Jeffrey, by the way, uh, Jeffrey gave me some information, came over and he uh put some water in my soil, put it in his hand, and he mixed it around. He's like, Oh, you're missing this, 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 and this. I'm like, oh shit. Hell it's like, yeah. yep, exactly shit. I'm like, what? chicken shit like so the only thing that's growing in my garden is not the eggplants that i wanted but uh zucchini oh okay i like zucchini i like fried zucchini i like zucchini breads i like i like zucchini wars we throw them at people that's beside the point you know what i mean so i've been giving it to my neighbors i'm like hey uh you guys want some zucchinis i thought i was joking at first and i'm like no seriously want zucchini they're happy. I'm like, yeah, bro. Nothing brings everybody together in the community like some gardening yeah. or some, you know, some, you know, oh, there's really not that different. You guys aren't really that. Oh, you may look different. Are you Mexican? Yeah, I'm Mexican. God damn it. Who gives a shit? You want some gardening shit or what? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I lived on a dead end and the people across from me, they were Mexican. He didn't speak much English, but she did. And next to him were the Polish people. And then some people I didn't really talk to. But then on the other side, we're like, yeah, more Polish people. And then some Italian people. And then an Asian couple. And that Asian couple, man, they had the best, like, trees of just fruit. Like, oranges. And like, they had, like, a lemon tree and apples. And so, yeah, we had, like, cucumbers. And we had spinach. And we had, like, squash and stuff. Because I don't know why you would ever plant a squash. But we did. And then... <laughs> You know, the neighbors had the lettuce and, like, all the herbs and stuff. And the, the Polish guy, man, he used to just, like, he used to make sausage. Like, he had the smokers and everything, like, lined oh. up along the fence. So we would just all get together in our front yards and just, like, start eating. That that lady would make Texas um, cactus salad that just made my mouth drool. And she would never give me the recipe. It just made me so mad, you know? Like, that's how we started <laughs> talking about this last week. Yeah. Yeah. But I got, I got to say, like last week we had uh, an episode, The Wide, Wide World of Jeffrey on Public yeah. Access America. And we were talking about COVID and stuff. And I had a lightning storm and my power went out. And then I came back on and I was like, oh. wait, no shit. Yeah. So I came back on, he came back on and I was like, hey, we were talking like agriculture, right? And he was like, yep. And boom, for an hour, we just talked agriculture. And I was so impressed that I got to keep up. But. He was talking about 3D gardening, like 3, 3D agriculture, where it's like in a building, you know what I mean? So it's uh -huh. like, and I thought that was really cool. But then 
this is the best part on Florida Action Podcast. We're talking to this lady running for city commission, and she's like, you know, this kid he wrote a paper about about agriculture using an old building and growing the plants and having a fish farm at the bottom, and yes. all the nutrients from the plants would go down and feed the fish, and then the fish nutrients would be pumped up and feed the feed the plants. And I was like. I was just fucking, t- but I didn't say it to her. I was like, I was just talking about this idea. And she's like, we could have inmates that when they come out of jail or prison, they could work there. They could learn a trade. Maybe they stay, maybe they don't. And she's like, it's a co-op. So everybody there, they, they, they own part of it, but they earn money too, you know? And I was like, this is a great idea. So I started messaging Jeffrey and he's like, well, here's the problem. And I was like, that's not a problem. Here's the problem. Well, that's a filter. What about this? Well, she has the purse strings, but you know, she can get the funding. And I was like, you got to come down and talk to this lady. He's like, I'm not opposed to it. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? This is awesome. We might change the lives of, of inmates in a yep. community, in a food desert. Like they don't have grocery stores, dude. Like what? They won't build a grocery store in a poor community. No. So, like a lot of these people don't know what a fresh vegetable is. They don't know that stuff because the buses won't. You're not allowed to put a bus stop in front of the grocery store. That's... Right? Because we have a Publix and Publix says, no, you can't put a bus stop there. But mm. you can in front of Walmart. But they have like two Walmarts right next to each other. What and so hell? that's what they have. It's just the weirdest thing. So these communities, they don't, they don't know that stuff. They don't know what cabbage is, you know. Then, wow. and so I think this is just such a great idea, and I'm just, I'm so pumped. And now I was like, well, this lady's kind of boring. To me. Ooh, you're super interesting. To man, I hope she wins. You know, like that fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I just like it floors me. I mean, do you guys have uh, any farm to tables? You know what farm to table restaurants are, right? Yeah, not really, no. Wow. I mean, not that I've found. Not that I've found. Wow. I'm, I'm sure there's, there's some here because there's a lot of rural stuff. If you go out in the country and, and you're not as scared of like toothless white guys, you're going to eat pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you don't know if it's going to be squirrel or somebody asked me, do you know the difference between squirrel and rabbit? And I was like, no. And he's like, we're having rabbit. And I was like, I don't I don't think so. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. You give me my money back, <laughs> right? But hey, you get some of that moonshine in you, and you're eating anything they put. Hey, you're in eating leathers, you know? <laughs> God, <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. I love farm to tables, man. There's one spot where I go to cryotherapy right around the corner. You know, like uh, I think I said this. I don't know a couple of times already, but you go freeze, right? Mm-hmm. You drink water. You get the normal tech, which circulates the blood. And then you go to the restaurant and the restaurant right on the corner is literally, it's called Jeremy's farm to table, which is from the farm directly from the farm to the table, literally like the potatoes. You could tell how they're just like, wow, dude, you just dug these bitches up yesterday. I can still taste the earth. Say it tastes a little methy. I love (laughs) tasting earth. I do. I love tasting earth. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. You know what I mean? And then the, the steaks, uh, the orange juice, I, I, they make the orange juice, obviously. I don't know where they get the oranges. Maybe they have them in their their little um, greenhouses or whatever. But yeah, everything is amazing. Yeah. Everything. Isn't that cool? And it's so sustainable. It's, exactly. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's organic. It's fresh. It's, mm-hmm. There's no, there's no anti- antibiotics in it. It's just like, 
Oh, and fresh. you just got you got to go there and look. You just got to say, give me, give me the special. You know what I mean? You don't even yeah. look at the menu at places like that. Just give me what's fresh. You know? Yep. Yep. Give me a plate of food. Yeah, you know, and serve it. I wanted to start a restaurant like that. That was just breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like you don't get a choice. It's whatever I'm making. You know, today, (laughs) I'm making chili today. That's lunch. That's dinner. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. If you don't want to eat what we have, then don't eat here. Yep. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. Oh man, I you know food. I just like love it. It's like the one thing you're right. You're absolutely 100% right. It is the thing that brings us all together. It's food. I believe it. I love it. You know, I always like to have meetings whenever we're in meetings or wherever we go do some kind of meetings. I always like to have coffee. Sit down and have a cup of coffee because you know what? I'll say you get a cup of coffee and you guess what? You start talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to to get out their ideas. Everybody starts talking and everybody's, you know, interacting and or you know, hey, let's eat some lunch. We're all going to break bread. Like when we work at nights and stuff, I love it when we all eat together, when the team eats together, because now we just, we're putting all putting our lives at risk. Mm. But we're all sitting down and breaking bread together, talking, laughing, you know, relaxing, just kicking back, whatever. It doesn't matter. But we're all together. And that's, oh, yeah. that's the big thing, you know. But what was my point of this? Oh, food. Food, food is good. <laughs> I just had a date the other week where, well, you know, we've seen each other before, but I was like, let's go up to the store and get something. And we just went shopping, just mm. bought stuff, talking, like throwing stuff in the thing. We got back and let's make something to eat, you know? And all of a sudden we're cooking, I'm peeling, she's cooking, I'm dancing with her, the music is on, the food is mm. smelling good. That is an amazing date, man. Just, mm-hmm. just get together with your wife one day. Just say, let's go to the store and get something for us. And mm. then just like, you know, like the Kobe steak or something, just something you'd never get for yourself and just do that. Mm. that. Filipinos used to have potlucks. So everybody would bring their favorite food and then, you know, and then, yeah, yeah, you just, I made, I made mashed potatoes for the potluck one day and they just could not get enough. Asians (laughs) and mashed potatoes. Holy crap. They, you know, they went faster than anything else. It was just, (laughs) But I'm sitting there eating. They make these things where it's banana and caramel, and then they put it in a like a egg roll wrapper, and they what? deep fry that shit. It's called tarong, and then they put chocolate sauce on it, and the tarong is just – it's so good. They make them their little bite-sized things that's like man. two bites, and you just – man, I'm just eating those things all day. My aunt, <laughs> she's like, you love my tarong? I was like, oh, my God, I love your tarong. <laughs> you know? I learned how to say it, so you know I love it. <laughs> Hell, yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Ooh. I haven't Ooh. been to a barbecue in a while, man. Good, good old-fashioned – Everybody bring their own some some shit barbecue. You know what I mean? I haven't been to something like that. Obviously, you know, obvious reasons. But yeah. I can't wait for this to ease up or whatever's happening. Just to you know, hurry up, political bullshit. You know the uh, the elections. Hurry up, elections. That's what I want. Hurry up and finish so we can yeah. get back to normal life. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to Johan about this and how it happened in Sweden. How just they let everybody go. Just they just let it run its course through it through the community, and 
you know, it's over now. And he's like, I don't understand why you, what, I don't understand what the problem is in the US. And I didn't, I mean, Sweden, you're 10 million people. We're 320 million people. It looks a lot worse here. Yeah. I didn't know what he was saying. I was like, so are you saying that I should die so other people should live? Is that what What you're saying? I don't get it. And he's like, no, 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 let's agree to disagree. And I was like, but I, all right, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I'm confused because I'm scared. I'm hiding. I've been isolating for two months. Like my friend took me to the store the other day to get like ice cream and coffee creamer. And I was like feeling around going, where's my walls? You know, <laughs> this yeah. is weird. Yeah. Like, is this what outside is like? This this is crazy. Man. Yeah. So it's insane, man. I don't know. This will all be over. Just it's everything ends. And you know, everything ends, everything begins and everything ends. Don't yep. get upset about the middle because it'll be done soon enough. Yeah. That's what we're hoping for. That's what we're all hoping for. I mean, you know, now it's mandatory. Everybody's got to wear masks. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. I would just stand in line at the bank with a fucking mask on. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm just here to deposit money looking around. She's like, you're the lady goes, just relax. You're not the first person to do this because it's the new norm. And I'm like, I don't like the new norm. This is right. not cool. <laughs> you know? Take it back to the old norm where we're like, we could see your face. We could see your intentions. Right. <laughs> I bet you people are going and robbing banks now without masks. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> God, I just actually ordered masks. I just don't, I don't leave. And my buddy gave me like a bunch of those paper masks, like 10 of them. And I don't and and one cloth one, so I used the cloth one, but yeah. I was like, man, this is gonna go on for like another year. I gotta, I gotta get some better masks because now I'm like, it's mask envy. Like everybody's masks are better than mine, man. I got this stupid <laughs> little like donated hospital mask that barely fits, you know, like yeah. doesn't cover my goatee anymore, you know. And man, so I had to buy some of those big black ones. Yeah. Yep. yep. I got some uh, pretty pretty dope ones. Some uh. LA Dodger ones. I got mm. some, uh, the one I, the mask I work out in, it like literally wraps around half, half of your face, wraps around the, the back of your thing because you have to wear a mask when you're working out. Right. So I have to find one with a filter where I can breathe. Yeah. But God damn, when I'm done working out, an hour, hour and a half, hour and a half is the, my limit where I'm just like, yep, I can't do anymore. And then I take that <laughs> mask off and there's nothing but bleh, just like somebody poured water out of that mask i'm like right. god damn and then my beard is hanging out underneath my mask i'm like wow looks like 70s bush right. <laughs> i'm like damn that's the funny thing I, t- I tucked my goatee in so nobody actually knows i have one around here you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i can't do that i think everybody's growing out like uh, something on their face you know and I yep. think it's because of the masks, like men, even men that couldn't have, I'm seeing this guy, Eric Swalwell from California. He's got this big manly beard on and he's just such a little pussy. It's so funny, you know, but he's got this, <laughs> this beard and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. We're all growing our like manhoods out, you know? <laughs> that's cute. That's you- <laughs> You're so cute with your, with your fake man beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we can go to California this year, dude. That's just a bummer. Right. No Dodgers. I was going to go see the Dodgers play. I saw them play on TV. I guess that's good enough for now, right? You know, and then basketball. Dude, Seattle's got a hockey team, dude. I heard. Yeah, we were talking about that. 
Yes, the Kraken. The Kraken. That's fucked up. Yeah, I don't give a shit about hockey, honestly. Unless it's the LA Kings or Chicago Blackhawks or the, uh, is it the Detroit Red Wings? I don't know anymore. Or the, uh, I don't even know. I gave up on sports, honestly. I Uh, watched football for a while because I was making money at fantasy football. But then I just gave it up for some reason. I was just like, I don't Colin Kaepernick knelt and it was this whole political it became political and I not I understand what you mean about politics because I was like I can't watch football anymore I just nah. can't it's just so political fuck this you know yeah it's hard man this year's gonna be different this year's gonna be numbers are gonna be down uh maybe we'll watch it maybe the numbers will be up because everybody's at home watching who knows right. but if that it, it all boils down to it's like you know what are we gonna tolerate what does everybody want to tolerate and why does everybody want to tolerate it? Is it because it's convenient? Because it's on? Or, eh, I'm not going to watch that today. I'm not going to watch sports this year. You know what? Fuck the NFL. Fuck the MLB. Fuck the NBA. Fuck NASCAR. Oh, definitely fuck NASCAR. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, you know, MLB, I'll watch some baseball. I mean, you know, they got guys who are kneeling. They got guys who are supporting those guys who are kneeling. The guys who are not kneeling. You got people supporting those guys, too. Guess what? You know, fuck it. It's just play ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see some full. You know what I really want to see, Jason? I really want to see some full contact golf. There you go. You know, somebody coming up. You know, boom, tees <laughs> off, goes off into the fairway. Because ah shit, here comes Roger Wiggs. He's going. Oh shit, took him out of the legs. So that's what time, I want to see. Every time they hit the golf ball, it's like a, a field goal attempt. There's just a group of guys there ready to like try and block it. <laughs> Sword fight. Or maybe like, like a goalie, you know. <laughs> we put a goalie by the hole. <laughs> let's make it interesting. Come on, let's get some, you know, it's about the only sport that I've so far that's not political. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's political. Everything's political. They're all political. I, like, I do like football, though. I'll tell you that. But mm. I like football because when I was younger, my mom would be like, well, we're going to clean on Sunday. And I'd be like, no, ma, I'm going to watch football. The Bears are on, you know. And yeah. it started because my gym teacher made us watch watch football, the 85 Bears for uh, for class. The Bears. Like it was our gym class. He was like, you got to watch the Bears. So I told my mom, I got to watch the Bears. And then it turned into... I'm just going to watch football. So she would wait for the game to end and she'd be like, okay, the game's over. Let's clean. And I'd be like, no, ma, you know, there's another game. And she'd be like, what? Yeah, ma. And then, okay, let's, let's eat. Let's eat. No, ma, you know, there's another game coming. Up. <laughs> so it was just awesome. And then Monday would roll around and she'd be like, is there really football? And I'd be like, yeah, ma, you know, there's Monday night football. It's the biggest game of the week. Damn it. <laughs> oh yeah. Can't forget those Monday night games. Right. I loved it, man. Growing up, it's like, you know, my uncle was big into the 49ers, huge, huge yeah. 49er fan. Montana, Jerry Rice. He was just big into the 49ers. I would always, you know, yeah. 49ers that. And I'm like, we don't live in San Francisco. We live in Seattle. And back then, it was like, ah, you know, the Seattle Seahawks never won shit. They right. just shit. They were horrible. But goddamn, they were the home team. And then all of a sudden, it's like, man, all these other teams are winning. Mm-hmm. You, know? You, know, you know, it's time to jump ship. That's how then I, I got about the Bears, bro. They won once. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Bears, though, man. You got Jim McMahon. 
Yeah, you know who who else was... season though? You had you had Kurt Russell, right? Wait, no, fuck. How did I? Who are you talking about? It's been too long since I had fucking football, man. I used to know everybody on on Seattle. I know Pete Carroll, Russell right? Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson, thank you. And we had Jim McMahon. But could you name any other quarterback from like before, before that, before Pete Carroll's time? Ooh, you had who did you have? You had uh, oh fuck. Hey, uh, Hasselbeck. By the way, if you're listening, the the Fordham card reference Seattle. Uh, oh, yeah, Yang man. shit, Yang shit. <laughs> he, he was average. He was average enough to like be a quarterback. He, I just don't get it. Him and Sean Alexander, I don't get it. You know, he they had good breakouts, and all of a sudden they got money, and they didn't do shit. Yeah, I know, right? They stopped playing, and I was like, dude, this is fucking horrible. Yeah. You know, it was horrible. It, I don't know, man. But you know what? I'm glad they have a better team. I got. I'm glad they got a better organization now, and you know, Seattle's where it's at. I'm hoping. Yeah, Seattle is. Seattle is where it's at. You guys yeah. make, you guys get great players. You guys create great players. You don't buy great players, you know? You get yeah. one or two to top it off, but man, most of your guys are made, they're inbred. I like that. Mm-hmm. They're made, they're fucking, they're sharpened, and then they're fucking released right. into onto the field, and then they make plays, and then their contract's over, and they get paid by other organizations <laughs> because they're great players. Right. I'm like, well, you're welcome. You got your start here. Guess what? Now we get new players. You know? I never understood that. I would rather take less money and stay on the team I'm on, on a winning team. Yeah. And if I was on a winning team, I wouldn't be asking for everything because I'd want my my friends to be getting paid too. So if yeah. I was the quarterback, if I was Russell Wilson, I'd be like, yeah, you give me what I need to survive. You know what I mean? You give me enough that I, this is what I'm paying. This is what I need for my family. Give them the rest of like, you know, these other guys around here. Let them stay. Let's keep this fucking uh, defensive line going. Don't fucking let them walk out. You know, give me my yeah. offensive line. Don't let them fucking leave. Like, yeah. You're going to let your center go so that, so that some wide receiver can make more money. That's just stupid. That's you know? retarded. That's just dumb. Yeah. I think it was like Andrew Luck. He got paid like $45 million. What the fuck, dude? Your team sucks. You got a wide receiver and a quarterback and no offensive line. That's Ugh. why your team sucks because you just took $45 million. You, you know, you could have just paid like how many, how many fucking seven guys? You could have paid for the whole offensive line with what you paid for your quarterback. Yep. And then yep. the guy goes and gets hurt and leaves. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, would, I never I, understood those guys that just took all the money for themselves, you know, and <sighs> there's a cap. There's a cap there, you know. That's ridiculous, man. I mean, that's just such a hindrance to the team. I mean, you got to – I don't even know. I don't even have a solution, honestly. I really don't. I just don't. I think you take your cap, you divide it amongst the players you have, and you go and play. The quarterback makes just as much as the kicker. You know what I mean? Because there's times when that kicker is just as important, or if not more important, yeah. than the quarterback. And there's yep. times when you want that fucking offensive line to do his fucking job. Because if you don't have an <laughs> offensive line, your quarterback is toast. And now you're oh. paying this guy a fortune to do nothing. You know? Exactly. Sit on the sidelines, you know? And nobody gets a big head when you're all making the same amount. And you give them a profit share. You say, guess what, guys? Your incentive is... The better we do, the more we sell, the more we sell, the more you make, you know? Yeah. Yep. 
Why not? Why not? It's, that's what I think. Of, like you think about college, you know, these kids are like, we want to play. Why do you want to play? And others are like, I don't want to risk my life to play, you know, yeah. in, in this COVID. And I get that too, you know, yeah. they, don't, they don't earn anything and they risk their entire careers just to show off for four years, just to show that they're an athlete. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. And now the whole, what the whole pack 12 is gone. They're not yeah. playing ball. Right. Is it, it's, that's how it is on all the college level, right? I don't know. There's like two left to go. I think one of them was like, we're playing the 12 and they put out their schedule. I, it, I'm, I'm one team. I'm, unfortunately, I'm the, I'm the Florida Seminoles, you know, like man, they're shit. They're such <laughs> but you got to root for them. If you're in Tallahassee and you say anything else, you'll get killed. Apparently, if you say you're a Gators fan, I interviewed this guy, this public defender, and he's like, I'm born in the wool Gators fan. And, and that was the start of the interview. And I was like, Oh, Oh no. <laughs> <coughs> At the end I had to ask him, I was like, I'm just gonna give you a chance to make up for that. Go Seminoles. And he's like, Fucking love the basketball team, you know. This is the coach, love this player, this and this and this and this, but all right, not the football. And I was like, All right, well, let, well I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's a crazy, it's still crazy, man. I mean, nothing's nothing restrictions aren't getting any better i mean matter of fact we're we're supposed to go into stage four that's not happening which is you know full we're go back to limited seating now and, uh, and now no 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 fans in the football no fans in baseball no i didn't see any on on for nba no you know they're all in that bubble like you can't go in that bubble you yep. know it's crazy it is but i love sports I really yep. do. It's worth supporting it. And it's not, it's somebody said sports aren't a right, you know, they're not a right. They're, 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 they're the vacation for the yeah. poor. These sports, yeah. this is how we live. We, we, we get that moment of joy by seeing that touchdown, by seeing that play, by seeing that tackle, yep. just by seeing that fucking, that bunt, you know, just at the right time. It's just, I was watching baseball and I'm not a baseball guy, but I was like, fuck, I, yeah <laughs> i mean like it's sports i love it yep. i just love it what I, my thought was why aren't we doing this all virtual why don't we have an entire baseball season with ea sports on on the playstation 4 have these guys just control their own players you know what i mean and we could just watch the ea sports they could stream <laughs> that shit live you know the madden everybody plays their own players and that way andrew luck could play again his shoulders hurt <laughs> but he could be playing you know you could get jerry rice back out there and shit yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. joe montana you yep. can get all the bests out there come on tony romo you think you're so badass in that <laughs> booth get down there you know <laughs> just a glass himself <laughs> right exactly man that guy can predict every play before it's ever made into, unless he's on the field then he has no idea right <laughs> God, and then, then all of a sudden he forgets everything yeah. like, are you serious right the, the first game he that he called i was like you son of a bitch you yeah. could have done this for the cowboys like the fans <laughs> oh, no, bro. Bro, everybody's like watching you and you were like laying on the ground like you were dead but right. now you're up in the booth and all of a sudden you're an expert he, and he knew he does he knows every play he's like watch this they're gonna go there 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 <laughs> what the fuck tony you know why couldn't you do that when you were on the field why couldn't you thank god i wasn't <sighs> a fucking big i'm a fan of players you know yeah. I've never been Me a too. fan of teams. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of, uh, man, 
Michael Irving, you know, that dude mm-hmm. was badass. Charles Haley, that dude was fucking badass, you know. Yep. Deion Sanders, that dude was fantastic. And yep. that's how I got out of like, I'm not a, I'm this guy, he was getting drunk and picking on me. And he's like, oh yeah, you're a, you're a fucking, a Bengals fan. And I'd be like, oh, Andy Dalton passes over to the Pac-Man, catches interesting, you know, and I'm calling, he's like, yeah. what the fuck? Well, I guess you're a Dolphins fan. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Marino over to, you know, and he, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I like, I like players, man. I like players. Yep. Players are the, are the way to go. Megatron, dude, and Stafford, oh, fuck yeah. you know, Golden Taint. Dude, yeah. He was a Seahawk. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so the Lions, you know. Percy, I mean? You guys had Percy Harvin too, right? Oh, like, fucking Harvin. He was so good until he left. And then he was just shit everywhere else he went. Oh. I know because I got him on all my fantasy teams going, he's going to oh. pick it up. I know he's going to pick it up. I know he's going to pick it out. Not that epic fail. Do they? I remember the very first play that they threw to him when they only gave him like one touch, and it was like all of a sudden he caught it, and somebody, one of the the announcers, goes, "Release the Harvin!" And <laughs> motherfucker, if he didn't run from end zone to end zone touchdown, right? and that was his only play. <laughs> I was like, never used him again. Yeah, ever, never again. They just like he was out. He yeah. was out. You know, that's why I have my number 11 jersey, you know, because it was a Harvin. Obviously, it says Gonzalez on the back. But, but yeah. you know what? N- the number, number 11, Percy Harvin. You know, yeah. he was he was one of my favorites. We got him from fucking uh, the Vikings, and he came over, and he was yeah. injured. And then finally, he was feeling better. And he was, oh, man, I was so excited you when know? he came out. I was like, dude, yes. And then all of a sudden, he was gone. What? Yep. <laughs> and then he was in Buffalo. And Buffalo yeah. was like, he, one play. Ooh, pers- and nope never again never yeah. again that's what happened like with sammy watkins i was in love with that guy just in love with him and then i was like oh he's so awesome why can't why why does he keep hurting his ankle why yeah. Yeah. come on sammy you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, think, yeah. who was that mortius huh? who? Who? M- mortius kept talking about he's like buffalo's the team buffalo's the team buffalo yeah Guess what? Nope. <laughs> they, might, they might be this year. Well, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of like uh, objectively who the best wide receiver ever was. And I, I might go with Randy Moss. You know what I mean? You know, I'm not mad at that choice. Randy Moss is fantastic. He had that athletic ability. And before yeah. he was before, uh, what was his name? Fucking OBJ. What's his name? Yeah. I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. He went to Cleveland from New York, right? Yep. Yeah. What the fuck? We forget his name so fast. Fucking OBJ. Yeah. I just don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Because he didn't make much of an impact after that. Yeah, right? (laughs) But he had that one handed grab. And then he got in a fight with uh, Josh Norman on a regular basis on that that one game. Odell Beckham. There you go. Odell Beckham Jr. Jesus. Sorry, OBJ. That's all you know right. what? We haven't seen football in like 18 years, so we're going yeah, back in our memories. <laughs> I almost forgot what you look like. And I did love that guy. And yes. Like, that dude was badass. Yep. I liked his fights with Josh Norman. And I liked Josh <laughs> Norman until he thought he was better than everybody else, you know? Yep. Yep. 
Yeah. Randy Moss. Yes. Randy Moss was fantastic. Every time he t- that man touched the ball, he was making some plays. And it was so easy. He had the career. I mean, because he had the career like a Jerry Rice career. You know what I mean? Right. He didn't just like, he didn't flash out. You know, he wasn't playing one day and not the next. He, he played he was, until he couldn't play anymore. And then he was done. He's like, well, I guess I'm going to go call some games. Yeah. And that's what he did. <laughs> he became a white guy and became an analyst for some reason. Because <laughs> I see him all the time on pregames, you know. We're going to go over to Randy Moss. That's not Randy Moss. <laughs> <laughs> was Randy Moss really an old white guy the whole time? <laughs> Come on, Randy. Right. Damn. Do the others, you know, have you ever, do you ever watch any of the, the, uh, the sports analyst shows like straight up? What is that? What's his name? Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I try to. I try oh, to. Dude. I wonder sometimes if Skip and Shannon are going to get in a fight. Yeah. Shannon gets that crazy look in his eye. And I'm like, oh, shit, here it goes. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> honestly they go to michael irvin and i turn it off that dude is just too out there to be talking i don't know you know what i mean he's half he's half preacher half analyst and i just i can't get on board with it for some reason <laughs> let me off the train now right? <laughs> <laughs> oh god dude yeah. i tell you man um, mike evans fucking beast i just gotta throw his name out there mike evans fuck yeah from tampa bay fucking he, he's a beast man he really is mm-hmm. he's got a shitty quarterback that's the problem he's a beast i i wonder uh oh tampa bay's where winston was james winston right right and what happened to him i do Mr. Chucker. That's all I know. He just he just chucked that thing up because he knew Mike Evans was a foot taller than everybody else, you know. But as soon as he started getting like shorter fucking receivers, interception, interception. Because he would just run around in circles and in, in the back until he was about to get hit, and then he'd just throw it anywhere. You know? Oh my god. I hated that guy. I hated him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. God. You know, I had hope for Tampa Bay. I was like, oh god, yeah, here we go. Tampa Bay's yeah. good. Nope. That's just another Tampa Bay, you know, no. Right. I moved to a state with three football teams. And he can't like any of them, you know, <laughs> but Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, or, or Miami. It's like, come on, you know. <laughs> All of them, nothing. Nope. Uh, nope. But I have a Tampa Bay jersey. I have a Jacksonville jersey. I have a Miami jersey. I love collecting jerseys. If you go on eBay, you just put in, like, male jerseys, large and then you put in your price, like, I don't want anything above 10 bucks. And you'll find, man, I got a Cleveland Browns fucking jersey. I got, I got some great fucking, I got a, I got a Brett Farb from the Jets jersey. And look, what? If you're from, if you're from like, if you're from Chicago and you want to piss somebody from Green Bay off, you go ahead and wear a Brett Farb Jets jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah. You know? You know, the dude was like, no, I want 15 bucks. And I'd be like, no, I'm only going to pay seven. No, I want 15. I'm only going to pay seven. And I would not buy it unless it was under 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to buy a Brett Favre jersey for more than $10. Oh, God. (laughs) No way. Nope. Not happening. 
I love it though. I love base. I love football jerseys. And my friend is like, why are you wearing a football jersey? It's the right colors. It's got the good colors on it. You know, I just love that. Otherwise I just dress in black. So yeah, give me a jersey. I love my jerseys. Oh yeah, dude, me too. I got a a lot of them are, I got, got my last name across the back. Yeah. You know, I got the number. Well, except for Russell Wilson's. His is a, I got the Super Bowl one and then I got a tank top with the Wilson on it, on the back of it. And then another, Oh, and then the blue Super Bowl jersey too. Mm. You got the, yeah, but all the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. those outfits were insane. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Took some getting used to, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the action I had the action green, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I I still don't have one of those, but I mean I uh, all the other colors, yes. Because I don't even have the wolf gray one. I'm like yeah, no. no. It's either it's gotta be ice cream man white or it's gonna be the navy blue. Yeah, no. I know. You know, I got a sock shirt because I was in Chicago, so yep. I ha- of course I had a Sammy Sosa jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I had mm-hmm. a, but then I found the socks jersey from St. Patrick's Day, so it was green and it had the St. Patrick's Day like clovers on it, and I was like, oh, oh wow, yeah, and it was only like twenty bucks. I was like, fuck, I'm buying this shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah i love that i love those oh, jer- yeah. i just love jerseys yeah jerseys are cool man jerseys are cool i love them i got the, the last one i bought was the uh, king griffey hall of fame jersey wow yep yep the guy who was a uh, guy who was getting my jerseys at the time he was like oh yeah dude i'm fucking i'll get them at a real good price and i'm like okay cool well mm-hmm. right on they're authentic awesome he always got the authentic shit it was awesome so yeah. cool and then uh, he's like, well, I got the gray one and I got a white one. And I'm like, well, I asked for a white one. He goes, well, it's got the Hall of Fame patch on that I want. And I'm like, I asked for the white. <laughs> I'm getting right. the white. I don't care if it's got the patch on it or not. I want the Ken Griffey one. Yeah, I got it. That's awesome. Ken Griffey was the bomb. Oh, hell yeah, he was. Dude, yeah. I'm glad he came. I'm glad he came back to Seattle to retire, you know? Yeah. Was it one game? Was he played one game or something like that? I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but I know him. He was in the Cardinals, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Only because yep. I'm from Chicago and we played the fucking Cardinals all the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love the fucking uh, Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Loved the White Sox back in the day. And I loved uh, I loved the Red Sox. I know I'm probably not going to supposed to say that, but you know what? Fuck it. That is cool. Um, there was a year I loved him too, you know. Yes, because <laughs> yes. they were going against the Yankees, and I was like, "Fuck the Yankees!" You know, they're, yes, they buy, they buy their pennants. Fuck them. Yeah, mark those guys, <laughs> man. I'm glad that dynasty is over. Because I was like, "Man, what the fuck is going on in New York that they're just doing so fantastic?" Is it the players? Is it the money? What is? I don't know what it's it is. All the money, yeah. But That's I was crazy. there for. I was in the stadium for Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. They were in a home run derby, and it was like Sosa got number 65, McGuire got 66, Sosa got 66, 67, McGuire was like 67, 68, Sammy Sosa got 69, and the game was over, and we were like, yes! (laughs) That was like the best game. I swear the pitchers were just throwing them to those guys to give them the home runs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, back in the day, McGuire, when he was on the, the athletics, him and Canseco, the Bash Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, man. My favorite games were always – because I, I was big into um, the San Francisco Giants back in the day. Well, and it was 
and my brother was always the Oakland Athletics. And every time they played together, it was a, you know, Will Clark and Keith Mitchell, and they were just like bombing them. But it was always Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire who were just like spanking them out of the park right. every time. And it's awesome to be like the team that your brother doesn't like, you know, like it's cool <laughs> to get that rivalry going. Fuck. Yeah. You don't want to watch a game with somebody that's rooting for the same team as you. That's no fun. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's not fun at all. It got to the point where he was like, he took my San Francisco hat and he gave it to the dog because he hated it. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, I hated it for that. I didn't really hate him, hate him, but I was like, God damn it. That was my hat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I got it. Now I got a new one. He can't touch this motherfucker. All right. He might, though. He might. No, he won't. <laughs> I know you that banned. You banned from my bedroom. You banned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, some crazy shit, dude. Hey, have you, dude, I don't know what it's like over there with you, but here, if you go into a medical facility, because like, you know, I've been going through all the LNI shit, right? Mm. COVID test. <whistles> COVID test. Mm. Or the, the antibodies or whatever it is that they're going to test you. You know what I mean? Right. Then you sit in the waiting room, but you have to wear your mask. The inside of the building. I went to the dentist. Yes, the the, the dentist. And let me tell you about being hammered. Yeah, how and, do you do that? How do you do go to the dentist in the world of COVID? Oh, dude, it is insane because now you have to wait out back behind the building. You text them, let them know you're there. Your appointment time comes up. You have to go to the door with your mask on. So you're sitting in your car. And if you don't have AC, you're, you're done fucked up because right. you're overheated. So you have to go sit back in your car again. And then if you don't have AC, you might as well cancel the appointment. You're done because right. you can't be over a hundred, hundred point, hundred point one. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there. I got to get ready. They call me up and everything. I have my mask on. I'm like, walk up to the front and it's hot as shit outside. And she's like, well, you know, uh, are you ready? I go, yep. 98.4 is my temp. Boom. Took it. She's like, yep. That's exactly it. I'm like, hell yeah. My not miss my walking around temp, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, mask on. And so they sit down in the chair and they're like, all right, so uh, this and that, blah, blah, blah. We're going to look in your anus and this and that and check your teeth and this and that. You can take your mask off now. I'm like, nice. All right. Mm. Where do you want me to put my pants? She goes, over there next to mine. Right. Put those on your face. <laughs> yeah. <I'll do> <laughs> <laughs> so then they drill on your face, dude. They fucking That's inject awesome. you. Oh, and then they, as soon as you're done. They just don't, they don't even give you the courtesy to brush your teeth or polish them or anything. They're just like, all right, put your mask back on. I'm like, what? Okay. Ooh. Now that I'm drugged and I got a raging headache. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Nope. It's I went, interesting. I went to the doctor for an MRI and I just walked in and they were like, you got a temperature? I was like, nope. They were like, do you have any symptoms? I was like, nope. They were like, all right, go ahead. And I was like, what? I told my buddy, I was like, this is the best, easiest COVID test I ever took. And he's like, it's not the COVID test. And I was like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> Definitely not the COVID test. It felt like yeah. the COVID test to me, you know? <laughs> hey, are you good? Oh, all right, right. go ahead. <laughs> that was weird, though. Very fucking... weird. I had to wear my mask when I got my colonoscopy, you know? I was like, you're not even going near my face, you know? <laughs> I should be more worried about that camera going up my ass than I did you with my, my mask on that thing. Right. But the coolest thing was I told them the nurse was like, 
all right, well, you know, we're going to give you a sedative. You're going to be in twilight. And I was like, all right. But my friend told me that I should mention to you that I smoke, I smoke pot. And so that it might have a lesser effect on me. And she was like, oh, thanks for telling me. I was out for fucking eight hours that day. <laughs> like, boom, they were like, lay down. I woke up in my bed and my chest hurt. And my what? buddy was like, my buddy was like, I got you home. I got you into your bed. I don't know what happened after that. And I was like, I appreciate oh. it, you know, because I didn't wake up till like seven that night. And even then I was like, what's going on? You know? Oh my God. So if you're ever going to get knocked out, tell them you smoke pot because they will knock your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> even if I don't smoke, I mean, yeah, I guess it'll be, it'll be even harder. It'll, you'll probably be out for 10 or 12 hours. Oh, and damn. I love that rest. I had a wife that used to get these muscle relaxers, Soma, and like one of them would knock me out for like 12 hours, just easy, just super easy. And I was like, that's Jesus. the one pill I could get addicted to. Just oh my God. Out and relaxed for 12 hours. Damn. Mm. Jesus. I've never got that kind of sleep. No, I haven't in years. I got to take a break for a minute. Yeah, take a break. Okay. Take okay. a break. Well, uh, while we're taking this break, this uh, this podcast is brought to you by the Boho Soul. You got to check out their new stuff. Um, Lolo's got some good packages coming up. Uh, we're working, we're working, we're working on the Adam Soul Box, the Jason Soul Box, available soon. Um, it's also brought to you by the Trade Board Skate Shop. Uh, they had to cancel their meet. Because of uh, restrictions on the gathering, um, soon, 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 it'll all be lifted and all these skate events can happen. Um, I know she's got some good plans to do all sorts of cool things. Uh, they also brought to you by the Refined Man Barbershop in Olympia, Washington. Come get yourself a straight razor shave, um, a haircut, a hot towel treatment, uh, you know, get that beard in shape. Your beard look like shit. Get it in shape, god damn it. Get in there and get her done. That's what I'm talking about. You know. Yeah. You know, some of the things that we talk about on the show, man, we're like are not necessarily political. We don't want to go that direction because uh there's a lot of shit that I just don't understand with the politics and and frankly, I don't really give a shit about it, honestly. But the fact that we do talk about it sometimes, we talk about these, these things, is a good sign that we've got healthy minds. We've got objective opinions. We, we care about everybody. We, you know, Jason and I talk about certain things, but doesn't mean that we exclude certain people. We, as a front, we are, we are united in the fact that we love everyone. We we don't care if you're bi. We don't care if you're straight. We don't care if you're. We we do care if you're mean. Don't be a fucking mean. You know we love everybody. God damn it, we love everybody. You know. I try to. I fucking hate. I'm it. starting I'm with all the women on Tinder, and then I'll go from there. Well, I tell you what. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to tell you anything right now. And I'll tell you later. I'll text you about that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I met this girl had a profile and it was my favorite profile. It said, if you love water, 
you love me because I'm 70% water. And if you don't look like your pictures, if you don't look like your pictures, you're buying the drinks until you do. And I was like, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Hey, you know what? <laughs> All right. I can respect the hustle like that, you know? Hell yeah. She made the Denton County Collective recording much more fun. <laughs> 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 I'll just put it that way. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, I forgot. You know, uh, you know, this, I don't know why I forget this. This is something I'm, I'm even looking at this. It says right here on my TV screen. Public Access America has got a fantastic pod of podcasts. Let me tell you, Jason, I know I, I, I always want to get into this with you about this specifically, mm-hmm. but the seeds you have planted that are now growing. Right. You have the Denton County Collective. Let's you have the Florida, get the Florida Action Podcast. Yeah, that's been really amazing. Yeah, I, I see some of the things that you guys talk about. And I'm like, all right, I, I fucking learned something today. Me too. You know what I mean? And then I pass that on to somebody else. It's like, ah, oh, dude, you got to check this out. And then, of course, you know, of course, this show. I mean, this is the flagship. I, yeah, I'm very proud to be the flagship. I'm very, yeah. very proud to. Uh, last week, I didn't do an episode because I was doing something with my brain. Hell yeah, you were. Everybody takes a week off. Well, I don't. You know me, dude. I like to. I like to work, and I like to put out podcasts, and I like to make this. Uh, I like to make. Papa Proud with the over at uh, Public Access America mm-hmm. by putting out, putting out an episode every week. But man, I had to. I had to. Um, there's a new. There's a machine that I really wanted to learn, and I had it was class, and they're like, "Okay, you're on days, and this is you're going to learn it." And there was only three of us in the class, which is so fucking awesome that I got all this knowledge on this machine. The machine is, is called cool. the, the Digger Derrick. Hmm. It basically can lift up telephone poles. And the motherfucker can grab it after the hole has been drilled that you drill. Right. And then you can put that telephone pole into the ground. And then guess what? Boom, done. That is so cool. I was so, so jealous. But there's the the laws and the restrictions and the 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 weights and everything is such as something that they talk about. I mean, my buddy Nick. And uh, the instructor, Rodney, they, they just broke it down. And I was just like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And all of a sudden, it went, boom. Yep. And I got it. That's I'm like, oh, dude, why, why, why? And I got a bunch of, I got another certification from a knuckle boom from a crane. And I was just like, man, hmm. why wasn't it this easy? And it is that easy. Once it is, it is, right? Oh, these guys broke it down, man. I mean, they broke it down and it's just like, so I, that's what I did last week. That's why I didn't put out no episodes, but I think it was worth it. You know, I'm sorry. Oh, sure. You know, for the one person that, the one person that reached out to me, where's the podcast? Well, I'm very sorry. <laughs> we all take a break. I was thinking yeah. about taking one this week, but we'll see. We'll see if I get a guest or not. I had a guest and I just, man, I'll tell you that Florida action girl, Sierra. She's like, I want to do an interview with this guy, Andy Thomas. He's the public defender and his, his opponent is really bad. And so we really want him to win. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, 
that's Friday. And then Saturday, she's like, can we do these two with this, these commissioners? And I was like, sure. And then Sunday, she's like, can we do these three with these ladies? And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like six, six episodes in three days, but it was so worth it. I mean, I asked this guy, I was like, you know, you, you, you've defended people right up to the end, right up to the time they were executed. And I just want to know what, what is that like? And the answer he gave, man, it's even if you're not a, like a Florida resident, it just, and people have been messaging me left and right. That's a great interview because it just humanized the guy, right? You know? Like every, all these political forums, they don't want to be there and they're just mean and they're gruff and they give the answer they have to. But I told him ahead of time, I was like, look, you, you've been vetted. This is your, this is your reward. This is the fluff piece you've been waiting for. Just, you know, like, what the what fucking barbecue do you like? You know, and like, yeah. go Tallahassee, tell me why you love Tim. Ta- he just, he just got into it. And the answers he gave were just, just pretty amazing. You know what oh, I mean? So fucking cool. Yeah. I love those kind of interviews, man, where you can humanize somebody. Right. And show them they're all, oh, these guys are people too. Not you, Danny Heck, you son of a, yeah washington politics is weird it is super weird it really is i mean this 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 ballot that we had to you know vote for for the governor there was pieces of information that were left off from all sorts of people and everybody's scrambling around oh hey just in case you didn't know this was left off the ballot this is the information you need like what is going on right why are you excluding information any other time all the information would be there but this time why they're trying to do it too fast maybe i don't know the the thing about washington that i'm getting i thought you guys would be so country friendly you know just so hillbilly friendly but you they're not the democrats the republicans the independents they're so just elitist like Mm -hmm. i don't know how to explain it there's this thing liberals talk to other liberals to lecture all of us like they don't care you know they don't know they're in a bubble and they're just talking and we're supposed to listen to what they're saying and republicans are they're the dad attitude like do what we say not what we do you know and it's like i don't get it you know i just i don't i don't know why you wouldn't want to talk to the people because that's who's paying you yeah. Exactly. It's just you know, take a little bit of time. I mean, you know, regardless of anybody's stance on Lauren Culp, the man took the time to talk to us on this show as a person. Re- yeah, as a person, exactly. And that's why I wanted to talk to him, not because I wanted to know who he was, whether he wins or not. Honestly, I don't. I don't know if I care. It's not going to. It's not going to change anything, dude. No, I don't think it will. But the, what I did respect and what I did like about the man was the fact that he took the time to to speak to us. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, we had a you know a nice conversation. We we got to you know, hey, you know, whoa, we're going to be in this spot, and this and this location. I'm like, I look forward to meeting you. I didn't get a chance to meet him. I they told me no. Hmm. Okay. Well, that is what it is. We did do a follow-up interview about him selling his books to his campaign at full price. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Shit oh. happens. That's called, Shit. that's called integrity, though. Yeah. Yep. But one thing I do want to know is, um, this is important. When the fuck are you coming up? Yeah, I don't know. It's COVID. 
Yeah, I know. I'll tell you, I got to keep some anonymity, but I don't think she listens to this show. But, you know, there's a girl that I love, really just love. There's no other girl that I love. And I, you know, she's like, I'm going to come down to Florida. And I was like, oh, I would love that, you know. And I was like, I really want to move back to Chicago, you know. And we're talking about this shit. But it's never going to happen. It can't happen in COVID. She has a six-year-old boy. You know what I mean? It's not uh, like she can't risk that, you know? And uh, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get on an airplane. I'm not going to, you know, how you, I, like, I can't, other states ban us. Florida, you can't leave Florida. There's no I state know. that will accept me. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> the fuck is happening over there that you guys can't even leave? Right. It's just that bad. And so it just can't happen. Otherwise, it, it just can't happen. But I would love to. I'd love to move back to Chicago, you know, just take yeah. care of this girl and be happy as fuck and just travel around the United States seeing everybody, you know, just Soon. that would be great. That's my dream, but I can't fucking get out of this state. And, you know, so they raised my rent. They're like, we're going to raise your rent. And I was like, why are you raising my rent in a pandemic? And they're yeah. like, well, to do renovations. And I was like, but I don't want you in my apartment doing renovations during a pandemic. And they were like, no, we're not going to do any renovations till after the pandemic's over. I was like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> you know what, I mean? <laughs> what the fuck is the point of that? I was like, my air, my air conditioner hasn't worked in over a year. Oh, you know, no. maybe you should have been doing the renovations with the money that you were charging me. <laughs> <laughs> you already so, raped me once. Jesus. That's, that's the thing about Florida. It's, it's that, it's, it's just that way that it's, it's built for developers to make money. It's built yeah. for businesses to make money, not for people to survive. And I've just got to get the fuck out of this state. And they're just going to milk me dry with this COVID thing and keep me stuck here. And it pisses yeah. me off. That's ridiculous, dude. That's yeah. ridiculous. But all we'll I figure it do, out. All I want to do is be in Chicago and just be with that girl. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, buddy. Mm -hmm. Hurry up. Come on, the elections. Get over so Jason can move. Yeah. God damn it. I want to spend time with that cute Puerto Rican girl. I'll tell you mm -hmm. that much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know what? Puerto Rican food. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Puerto Rican food. Why do you think I fell for her? She came over and she's like, I just love cooking for you. And I was like, the worst thing on the planet is having uh, to eat a blind guy's cooking. You know what I mean? So I appreciate it. So she would come over, man. Like she made me Brussels sprouts one day. And I was like, this is great. I love this. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Holy hell. But I'm stuck well, here. Well, let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's let's get this uh, flagship rolling. Let's get let's get to the point where we don't have to do anything else but podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean, I wish and that's I could, how we. Maybe I should move to Montana and quarantine or something. You know, 14 days in Montana and just be like, guess what? Because they said 10 days. You know, if you have COVID, and that's how long it takes to get rid of it. Like yep. the max is 14 days. So if we all just wear our masks for 14 days, that's all we need to do. If right. everybody wore their mask, we would know whether we were sick and we'd get better. Right. Yep. So it's, it's literally two weeks. Let's say four weeks just to be sure. Everybody yep. just wear your mask for 14 days and we'll know we can move on from that. 
but yep. everybody has to do it. You know, everybody has to do it. If, if we're not all doing it, then it's just not going to work. It won't, it won't work. It'll be, it'll be a pain in the ass. And I hate wearing a mask and it's not about looking weak and it's not about looking Democrat. It's just the mask. It's just, it's on my face and I hate it. <laughs> I've grown accustomed to it. I've grown accustomed to it. That's cool. I, I'm, I'm happy for you. I don't leave the house enough, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I, when I go to work, well, obviously not this week. It's been vacation time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I've, Dude, I haven't done shit. I, I I made some bread. That's cool. So celebrated my son's eighth birthday and I saw that shit. That was cool. Ah. And that was, you know, usually, you know, for his birthday, it's always it's always his birthday and his grandfather's birthday in succession. And obviously his is the tenth and then grandpa's is the eleventh. And we're always in Venice Beach or California and we're always eating ceviche on the beach, playing in the ocean on his birthday, and then the next day playing on the beach eating ceviche in mm. venice beach and it's always like that every two every every year and today's the first this year's the first that i'm like okay i can't do it mm. so if it happens next year if if it's clear and we're all good and we can all go back to regular life we're going to venice beach mm -hmm. um la county we're going to hook up with meridian parkway yeah. and and drink some beers eat some ceviche Get a get a haircut. I don't know what we're gonna do while we're down there. It doesn't even matter. Lower you know years. what I mean? I love that. Get some beers, drink some beers, and get you know ceviche and beach time, and just kick back and relax, dude. Because it's mm. California. Love you know, ah, oh, can't wait. But you know this this vacation, eh, you know, haven't really got to leave to, to go do anything. But at the same time, don't even give a shit. Yeah. Right. You know, sure. You know what? I'll take this as a quarantine. I'll, I'll sit at home. I mean, that's what we pretty much did anyway. Just sit at home and do shit. Play yeah. some video games, you know? Mm. Oh, watched some Gossip Girl. Congratulations. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. God, why? But I saw Taylor Momsen's on there, though, and I'm like, ooh. There is that go. Cindy Lou Who? Hell, yes, it is. Mm, I don't know anything about Gossip Girl, but if it's a pretty girl, I'll go and check it out. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of pretty girls on there, but I tell you what, Taylor Momsen is on there, mm. and she's the lead singer for The Pretty and the Reckless. She also played Cindy Lou Who in the uh, uh, Jim Carrey, um, The Grinch Great. Stole Christmas. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cindy Lou Who. You know, mm -hmm. it's so cool to me. There's on Bob's Burgers, there's this girl, Louise, right? And Louise is the same girl that, that is on, she plays Mabel on Gravity Falls. But what's also really cool is Mabel and Louise are um, Hawkeye's wife from the Avengers. And mm. I was like, that is so cool to me because I love the Avengers. And she's like, she just has this like 10 minute part where she's like, everything will be better. You guys are friends. You'll come back and get together. And I'm like, yeah, but you're Louise. You're Mabel. This is so cool. You know? <laughs> like, I'm actually getting to see the, the girl whose voice that is. Oh, yes. And and she also played. What else is she playing? She played in uh, the Scooby-Doo movie. What else is she playing? She's I love playing that something shit. Else. Yeah, dude. She's My favorite movies are the ones that have, like, the 20 actors in it, you know? Like, yep. Every the whole movie, you're going, is that Samuel Jackson? The fuck did you pull him out of? You know, like, <laughs> well, 
Patrick Swayze? What? Are you kidding me? Do you got Rocky in there? You know? <laughs> The Christian like, Slater oh just God. make an appearance? That's badass. <laughs> you know? Bruce Willis and Mel Gibson? Right. I love those movies. I think it was uh, True Romance where every time you turn around, there's just a new, new <laughs> guy in there. And you're just like, I can't believe. Is that Tony Soprano? That's so cool. He is kicking the shit out of Patricia Arquette. <laughs> you know, that is badass. Oh, Jesus, dude. Yeah. I love when they work together like that, but I, I don't know what it is or why they don't. Maybe ego or maybe whatever, but yeah. fuck, make some more movies like that. It's the same thing as uh, the quarterback taking $45 million. Oh, if man. Bruce Willis only takes a million dollars, guess what? Everybody else gets a million dollars, and then they can make the movie. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that's why I like uh, The Fast and the Furious so much. Because how do you not like The Rock? And I've always loved Vin Diesel since Pitch Black. I don't care what anybody says. He's made some pretty crappy-ass movies. But Vin Diesel is a badass when he wants to be. And you put him with The Rock, and then you put Jason Stateman in there, and I'm fucking... Those are three of my favorite action guys of all time. You know what I mean? Yep. I watch those movies. I don't need Brian. Sorry, Brian. You were pretty cool, (laughs) but I didn't really need you. You know what I mean? You you served you served your time there, Brian. You got us to the you got us to the ten yard line, and now the Rock is helping us punch that shit in. You know. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You're welcome. You're welcome. I love it. <laughs> I can't remember uh, his name. What was his name? Uh, Brian. What was uh, his real name though? Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bless Paul yep. Walker. Yep. Paul Walker. What a good guy. Yeah, he was a he was a humanitarian. That's the one thing I did like about him. That's why I liked him at all in those yeah. movies. Is the fact that in real life he was uh he was a champion. You know yeah. what I mean? Loved everybody, loved people, and then you know, his family is set up for life now. I mean, he his organizations are all set up for life and yeah. you know, he's he's gone now, but but you know, hey. But even in the movie, he's like, I like you. You're awesome. You're my buddy now. And that was it. It wasn't yeah. like he ever questioned it again. You know, he's like, yeah, Dom, you're my guy. Well, you're yeah. a cop. You're supposed to arrest me. Yeah, don't worry about it. They're fucked, not you. You're my buddy now. And he never, through the rest of the movies, he was buddies. He was loyal. He was committed to his friend. He didn't He didn't question that shit. You know, even when Don went rogue, he's like, that's not Dom. That's not Dom. I trust him. You know, and he was yeah. right. <laughs> he was right god damn it we got to learn more about loyalty i think we're all worried about people turning on us and so oh, 100%. we're all trying to protect ourselves from the people that we trust but we, you know you just got to trust people sometimes and it's a tough thing to do in this world and so yeah, especially now we, we need those lessons of loyalty because we got to be loyal to each other we just have to we're breathing the same air. We're eating the same food. We're using the same resources. So if I tell you I'm loyal, I'm loyal as fuck. That's all oh. I got. That's all I got. I'm poor. You know, I'm just poor. I got nothing else. <laughs> oh, I agree with you 100%, man. I mean, especially this time where we're just like not. It's it's harsh. It's hard to see. I mean, the one thing that 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 this concussion, these concussions have shown me is the fact that who's loyal and who's not. I mean, who's been there? Who's not been there? Where, where all these fucking people go? All of a sudden, you know, people show up and like, oh yeah, I used to know you. I'm like, where were you? Right. You know, yep. loyalty, yep. loyalty. 
He's how many, big. How many people disappeared when my wife went in the hospital and didn't come around again until Damn. they were on Facebook, you know? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah, that's why that's why when we get together man you and me that's fuck i'm loyal to you i'm loyal to public access to america i'm loyal to jason i'm loyal to this show i'm loyal i'm a i'm a motherfucker <laughs> Dude, you know that's all we got that's just it that's all that's we it, got. bro so back to my question mm. when you coming up <laughs> probably in three years or four when the covid's over fuck all right I mean, unless That's people funny. wore their masks, I could be up there in three weeks. If people just wore their masks for two weeks, I'd be happy to. I'd be happy mm-hmm. to. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we could eat, we could eat, we could barbecue. I could make some tortillas. Because I mean, people think the barbecue is the shit here, and it is not the shit. You know what I mean? Oh, Texas is where it's at. Anywhere but Florida. I can't think of one good food Florida has. Honest to God. I mean, I well, like sushi. The sushi's garbage. You know, I like barbecue. The barbecue's old. You know, they make these things, redneck egg rolls, which are delicious. Pork yeah. and, you know, but that it, they're not known for any food here. Here in Tallahassee, like Southern Damn. Florida, there's probably great Cuban food, you know. But Oh, dude, the pizza sun, South Beach. Yeah. And that's where Renee is. Renee yes. Redmister from the Cooking Without Looking podcast, you know. Shout out to Renee, girlfriend. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sierra asked me, she's like, so how, how many podcasts are you involved in? And I was like, well, you know, there's the Unsigned Countdown. There's Adam Has a Beard. There's Public Access America. There's the Denton County Collective. There's uh, there's this one, the Florida Action Podcast. I said, I'm helping Renee with the Cooking Without Looking podcast. And you can't forget the guys at Riverside View- Brewery, who I think gave up, but I'm not quite sure. I showed them how to make one, you know. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, I was worried, you know. Like, she, <laughs> you might think it was too much. Oh, man. I think the next one, we should get ATN back on and see what the fuck is happening over there. I miss him. I really do. Dude, I miss him, dude. That that guy, dude. I remember when he first. So we were in a band together. We're not gonna mention the band because the band just fucked that band. Yeah. But we were in a band together, and uh, the drummer was like, "Hey, I'm gonna have a guitar player come and and play and be be the second guitar player." And at that time, I was like, "Man, ah, fuck whatever," mm. and I don't care. All of a sudden, this kid shows up, and he was just like, "Yeah, hey, let's just fucking play music," and like I loved him right away. Nice. And I'm like, okay. So we became a band. You know what I mean? The kid learned all the stuff real quick and we played music. And then off to Austin, we went for the South by Southwest and we were just, we drank and hung out together the whole time. You know what I mean? And those other guys did their own thing and who knows what all they all did, but they were excited about one dude, um, the band. Remember we talked to, we talked about this, Jason yeah. McMasters from Broken Teeth, right. you know, yeah, me and him were so, we're so, we're so out of it that we're like, he goes, I go, who was that? He goes, I don't know. Reached <laughs> up, took a picture, and goes, just in case. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, dude, I miss that guy. He he was my little brother. His mom, dude, mom was fantastic. Brian, his stepdad, is fantastic. That's Fuck, awesome. I love that family, man. You know, yeah, we get him on here. Let's see what the heck's going on with Riverside. Gave up brewery. <laughs> yeah yeah i knew if i let him alone there's times you know 
They're creative fuckers. You just want to give up sometimes. You know what I mean? I got to kick you in the ass every once in a while. Not me. No, <laughs> not you. No, not you. I'm talking to other people, creatives in the in the network. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get back on it. Get back on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> I love Oh, everyone. man. I love everyone. Dude, let's, uh, uh, dude I want to give a musical recommendation before we wrap this bizzle up um dude i am i'm obsessed with the band soulfly from back in the day i don't know if you remember soulfly max cavallera used to be guitar player lead singer for sepultura and then broke off and became soulfly and he has put out album after album after album after album you know what i mean hmm. this musical recommendation is one of the soulfly essentials it's got all the fucking bangers all the heat soulfly god damn it my favorite off by i mean they're all fucking fantastic but the fav my favorite for whatever reason is ritual starts out with some chanting and then this eerie wah pedal or whammy and then this delay and then all of a sudden the balls kick in love it fuck soul fly soul fly soul fly you know and then also uh, also i'd like to recommend a um florida action podcast if you haven't checked out this podcast it's it's everything that i'm not as far as the political game but God damn it, if you're not going to learn something, take the opportunity, take the time, learn something, check this, that podcast out. I mean, I cannot stress enough. It is um, one, of, one of my affiliate in the Public Access America podcast pods. It, um fantastic. Absolutely. Sierra, yep. is her name? Sierra yep. and Jason, they go head to head with, uh, with some information that will blow your mind. Yeah, we just I mean, put out an episode um, calling out a judge who who refused to approve an adoption for a same-sex couple. A couple of ladies, they they had a baby. They got married in Washington, D.C. before it was legal everywhere, and they had a baby. They wanted to adopt her, and this lady said, no, because I don't approve of your marriage. Wow. And so we're, we're following the leads where people are calling in. This girl is amazing. You know what I mean? She is getting so much information. We're, we're, we're about to, tomorrow, we're about to, sneak peek, we're calling out a sheriff in Franklin County that Oops. likes to beat on black men. Oh! So, we're getting some information on him. So, it's, it's, it's way more interesting than I thought it would be. Just the information yep. is pretty interesting. I didn't know it would be like this. And Sierra is working her ass off. I call her real deal. She's the real deal. You know, she is that, the real deal. That's what I tell 100%. everybody. If you like AOC, you're going to love this girl. You know, <laughs> this girl is like, she is a bloodhound. She's like, everybody needs to be held accountable. Fucking, she's just badass. I love it. And then, you know, don't forget, I had, I did have our first episode with Lexi last week at Public Access America on, on atheism. So that was, Dude. it was just the start of a conversation. I'm not quite yeah. sure it was the greatest episode, but we got more episodes coming up with her on the subject. And so that was kind of cool. I was proud of her for joining, you know? 
Good job, Lexi. Thank you for uh, putting it out there and, and actually co- overcoming that fear of that first episode. Every yeah. episode after that first one is going to be free. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Just cut her loose. Just cut it loose. And, wow, I can't give I can't give this out yet, but I will say the Denton County Collective guys want to hook up with the Adam Has a Beard guys to cover a specific topic. And we're not going to talk about any more, but we're going to do that on Public mm-hmm. Access America. Hell yes. Back back to for all of us, it's going home. Ooh, and I can't going believe I want to do this episode with you guys. I can't believe it. And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> leave that little teaser there. <laughs> Bam, boom. It's gonna be an epic one. Our boys uh Ryan and Joe at uh, the Denton County Collective. Oh, it's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. I just thought I, I can already tell you. I don't even know what we're gonna talk about. Because I'm not privy to that information, or I'm not even going to drop it. Who knows at this point? <laughs> but I'll oh, tell you right now. You'll know. You'll know as soon as I hit pause on this. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, hey, everybody love everybody. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Go check out Soulfly. The Soulfly Essentials. I mean, you obviously, if you want to check out any of their catalog, check it out. Check out everything on the Public Access America, you know, the Florida Action Podcast, the Denton County Collective. Um, uh, Adam has a beard. Bro, yep. check it. If check out human, the family. If it's human, if it has blood, if it can smile, love it. Love. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> Bye. Hey, love you, buddy. Love you, too.
us to know what's real. Yes, yes, we will do that. We will create podcasts such as Adam has a beard and the Denton County Collective. The Unsigned Countdown. And we will set up podcasts in North Carolina and Georgia and Mississippi and Florida and Arizona and Nevada and Idaho and Manchester, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin. And we will bring the truth to the people because the people will have a voice here. No longer will we be ignored. No longer will we be forced with policy after policy from an ever-changing network of politicians whose only goal it is is to make money, to continue to run, to continue to make money. They will listen to us. We are the people. We are America. We are public access America. That's who we That's are. We are. And if you didn't and if know you we existed, existed, you might want to get on board. Get on board. We want to hear, hear from you. You want to hear from us? Hear from us?